It's April 30th, 2020, and here is your verse of the day from First Chronicles. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, Corey here. Thank you so much for joining me. On this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you a verse each day from each of the 66 books of the Bible. I'll probably take some breaks here and there and have some different episodes, but overall, we're going to be working our way through each book of the Bible and picking a verse that stands out and discussing it. So today we're in the book of 1 Chronicles, and the verse I want to share with you is 1 Chronicles 15, 15. Here it is. And the Levites carried the ark of God on their shoulders with the poles, as Moses had commanded according to the word of the Lord. So why this verse, why today about Levites carrying the ark on their shoulders with poles? (laughs) Well, the Levites, okay, so who are they? They're the people designated to live their lives as priests. And it says here, they carried the ark of God on their shoulders with the poles as Moses had commanded them. So why is this significant? This verse is actually a life-giving verse to the Israelites. Let me show you why that is. A couple of chapters earlier, in chapter 13, we're told that David and the Israelites are bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to their new capital, Jerusalem. Let me read to you the account found in 1 Chronicles 13, 5-10. So David assembled all Israel from the Nile of Egypt to Lebo Hamath to bring the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim. And David and all Israel went up to Bala, that is to Kiriath-Jerim, that belongs to Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called by the name of the Lord, who sits enthroned above the cherubim. And they carried the ark of God on a new cart from the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and Ahio were driving the cart. And David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their might, with song and lyres and harps and tambourines and cymbals and trumpets. And when they came to the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah put out his hand to take hold of the ark, for the oxen had stumbled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he struck him down because he put out his hand to the ark. And he died there before God. Say what? The oxen stumble. The cart probably gets ready to tip over. And Uzzah reaches out his hand, like anyone would, to steady the ark. And God gets mad and strikes him down. Why is this? Well, if you've read much of the New, the Old Testament, I'm sorry, if you've read much of the Old Testament... You'll you'll remember that God gives very, very, very detailed instructions about life, the ark, the temple, the dress the priests will wear, and so on and so on. And if you're like me, when you read the rules and the details, you get a little tired of reading them all. On and on they go. But they were important, like Life and death important, as we just saw with Uzzah. And when it came to the ark, the Israelites, well, they had detailed instructions on how to handle the ark 
and how to carry the ark. Look at this from Exodus 25 verses 12 through 14. You shall cast four rings of gold for the ark and put them on its four feet, two rings on the one side of it and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. And you shall put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark by them. Do you remember how David and the Israelites were carrying the ark? Let me read that part again. First Chronicles 13, 7. And they carried the ark of God on a new cart. From the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and Ahio were driving the cart. And David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their might. They put the ark on a new cart. It sounds great. It sounds like, like the ark had a place of honor, right? Let's put it on a new cart and we'll have the ox pull it along. And then it says they were celebrating before God with all their might. This is a great thing. Bringing the ark back to the capital. But they needed poles. They either forgot, disregarded, didn't pay attention to the details of God's word. And this wasn't some obscure hidden detail. I mean, the ark had four rings on it designed to have poles put through them in order to carry the ark. God's word was neglected and they did what they thought was okay. But it backfired, right? So do we have to worry about that today? Well, I mean, no, because for one, we don't have the ark, right? But for another thing, we are covered by the death and resurrection of Jesus. When we turn to him, we are his forever. We can't lose that. But what does this speak to for us? It speaks to me when I'm looking at this, I'm thinking of the seriousness of his word and our drive and our desire to take his word seriously. Think of some of his commands that he gives us, such as Matthew 5, 44. But I, Jesus, say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. How about Matthew twenty two thirty nine? You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Do we do these things? Are we loving our enemies and praying for those who persecute us? Are we loving those who we disagree with? Are we praying for them? I mean, please know this is impacting me just as much as I'm reading this verse, this passage and thinking about it. It's impacting me too. So sometimes God's laws, his commands, we just disregard them. We think, well, that's not for me. Or we find them boring and irrelevant, right? Well, imagine this. Imagine you're driving up a mountain road with a guardrail on the side of it, right? Well, no one, at least no one that I know of, looks at that guardrail and says, how dare the government put that guardrail up? What if I want to drive off the cliff? Who are they to tell me that I can't drive off the cliff? They can't stop me. (laughs) Of course, we don't say that. We know the guardrail is there because it's going to protect us. 
Well, it's the same with the laws God gives us. They are there to be life-giving, not life-taking. So maybe the next time we read his word and come across a command or a way in which he wants us to live, maybe we can see it in a different light and see that God actually wants us to live a more complete and fulfilled life, even more than we want for ourselves. All right. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope that verse encouraged you as much as it has me. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to talking again soon. 